ready to start this shit? Uh, do you want to give us our intro? I thought you recorded that shit, so I didn't have to. I didn't write that shit down. It's okay. Uh, we'll just, that'll just be the shtick. All right. Do we want to go with three bearded guys <laughs> and that one fucker and that one fucker? <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Unprofessional Development Podcast, the podcast where we frankly just don't give a shit. We'll talk about everything that we want, educational, non-educational, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Tonight is going to be a great episode. Sit back, put on your seatbelts, and enjoy the ride. That's just going to be the running shtick. We're going to have you do something different every time. (laughs) I'm okay with this. Because you have the voice for radio, I don't. Uh, Because puberty decided to skip me in that department. Oh, I totally have the face radio. My mom said, oh, honey, you're so cute. You got a face radio, bitch. And we're off to a great start. I was a week old. (laughs) I was a week old. Not even. (laughs) I just got brought home. All righty. But with that lovely introduction out of the way, yes. Welcome to the Unprofessional Development Podcast, where we're basically going to talk about whatever we want, because why we can and this is the first time that we have all four co-hosts in one place. Ooh. We have done it. That is a wrap. Goal has been met. Maybe. Is- one, one dumbass with us. It's like, why are you off beat? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let me just tell you. I was just I'm like, graduation was a nightmare because I'm like, why are we off beat? Like, clap all at once. Come on now. It's not that hard. I'm like. You spent all this time in school, and we still can't be on beat. What is going on, you guys? <laughs> they were all drunk, man. That or came at the after school. party. This is middle school. <laughs> oh, sorry. They were high. <laughs> <laughs> the students were high. I feel like the parents were a mixture of both. <laughs> Probably. But we yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to tonight. <laughs> yeah, that ain't coffee in my coffee mug, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. The Unprofessional Development Podcast, where we try to stay on topic, but no promises. (laughs) We have some topics at hand, but we'll just see how it goes. So, gentlemen, let's go around and introduce ourselves real quick. So I'll start us off. I am the proprietor and the brainchild for this thing. My name is Mikey. I teach middle school mathematics, so I'm the fun one of the group, not. (laughs) By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, this is all his fault. Yep. I get blamed for everything anyway, so what else is new in my life? But speaking of which, I am we're going to go around real quick, introduce the other co-hosts. These fuckers, for whatever reason, decided to join me on this journey. We're just going to go with you, Brett. So it's, you got the face for radio, so go, we'll take it away. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the bearded dumbass here, a.k.a. Mr. Collie. Hey, no, what's up, guys? I'm Brett Collie. I teach middle school ancient civilizations. We start 5,000 years ago at Mesopotamia and end in Mesoamerica. I'm that teacher. We're glad you're here. (laughs) All right. And then joining us for the first time, it took us a while to get all of us together, but the one and only Chad. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, I fell asleep during Brett's introduction. I am the Chad, and I show... I teach English. I attempt to. Mainly, I teach reading and writing and how not to make myself look stupid in front of students. Yeah, I failed at that class. I'm also that teacher guy on TikTok because I'm not creative at all at coming up with usernames. It's too late for that. We're all internet celebrities in some shape or form, according to the internet. But it is nice to finally have you, and it's only going to be crazy. And then, of course, last but not least, the Beardo, Mike. 
Yes, I am Mike Ward. I am a high school U.S. history teacher. Oh, it's a... I don't know how I ended up here. I'm a retired Air Force cop that decided it'd be a good idea to go teach high school. I'm a glutton for punishment because I'm here with these guys. Again, this is going to be a wild ride. We just we're just going to go for it. So at the time of this recording, finally, all of us are finally are on summer vacation or at least some form of it. One of us just barely got one of us just barely got there. (laughs) What was it like three days ago or something like that? Yeah. Oh, aren't we lucky? I sent him a message Listen, earlier. I- hey, how's <laughs> spring break? And I'm like, or uh, summer vacation. I was like, that might be a little too early for him. He might have a week left to school. <laughs> I, was like, I, that I, I don't want to talk about it. But we're going to because that jumps into the first topic. Now that all of us can officially say that we're done with the 2021-2022 school year. Let me just breathe a collective sigh for everyone. Uh, <laughs> Listen, like. I think PTSD is very real. I try not to make light of it, but for non-teachers out there, you have no idea. This I can't speak for the other three gentlemen here, but I will tell you that this year was a struggle and a half. Yeah, it was like being Uh covered in... I officially request that this year be called Amber Heard. (laughs) I second that motion. A third. The (laughs) council... I approve it, and we're putting it into action, but... I don't know about you three gentlemen, but like this year was interesting, doesn't even cover it anymore. No, but the amount of things that were thrown just in general across the board and specifically was a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Uh So let's just start with the big one. Again, all four of us come from different places across the United States, but for the most part, this was the first year that pretty much everybody came back into the building for the most part for the school year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in I year three and I still haven't spent a full year in the school in the classroom. We had a week out because all of our teachers got sick and we didn't have any subs. Uh huh. <laughs> Sounds like the regular story of my life this year. Subs are bad everywhere though, man. I just couldn't fucking wrap my head around that. Yeah, it was that bad. blew it was bad. my mind. I was just like, I'm not surprised, but I got caught off guard. I'm like, what do you mean we can't find a sub? No, I'm not coming in. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you want to talk about bad subs? My daughter finished her first, or she finished her student teaching this year, and there were days where the when the teacher was out, they were like, "You're a breathing adult. You're not certified. You're still like leading this classroom. Go." They're just like a warm body and a pulse option. Yeah, can we talk about bad subs though? Like actually, like bad at the job. Can we talk about that for a oh second? Oh my gosh! Let's, I gotta, let's, I, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god! I come back to my room now. I have great re- relationships with my students. I come back. I'm sitting at my desk. We're a good twenty minutes into class. I've been working at my desk doing stuff, and a kid was like, "Mr. Pettit, man, you know why you were gone?" That sub, man, she had her feet on your desk. I immediately pull back. Wait, what? What'd you say? He said, yeah, man, she had her feet. I was like, what? Like she pro- kicked, propped her feet up on the desk? And she, he was like, no, she had something wrong with her feet. She just had surgery. I know, because she told us all about it. That's all she talked about the entire time. Then she took her shoes off and her socks. 
and put them oh. on your desk. I've never, exactly. disinfected, I've never disinfected some shit so fast in my life. I disinfected my arms. He went home oh, and like, took a bath in Purell. I said, wait a minute. Y'all let me sit here for 20 minutes before you said something? You were like, you little bastard. <laughs> you fail your final. No. Like, you get a penalty. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your whole family. It was, yeah. So, thankfully, this year I didn't have that problem with the sub, but because of the sub shortage and that nobody would, again, I'm not expecting everyone to know my subject. And in fact, usually if I have to miss, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just give the kids something easy to do. Yeah. Doesn't require the sub to teach, nothing, yeah. nada, all that good stuff. But of course, when people see, oh, let me take a look and see what sub jobs that we have. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? This is cool. What subject is this person's team? Oh, math? Nope. So I already know going in, I'm already going to have a hard time finding the sub because as soon as they see math, they're like, nope. I'm like, you don't have to teach. I promise. Like, just give the kids the worksheet. Like, it's just an extension of what we got over in class. Like, I'm not expecting you to teach, but please, I need someone to cover my class. We had a guy start late in the year. So it's not a sub thing, but he came in late. He lasted three days before he he was a TE full. They were like, all right, here's a class. It'll be three days. He's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm out. He's like, I can't handle this shit. I mean, I don't blame him, especially. Listen, because I. So this year, because where I'm at now, this is my first year at the school that I'm at now. So. Yes, I get made fun of this because I went private. But let me tell you, like, overall, my year was okay. But I found out when I got hired, you're going to be the math teacher. Oh, okay. Oh, you're also going to be the sixth grade homeroom teacher. I'm like, great. I love the sixth graders. I really do because they're a fun bunch. But I can only relate to other sixth grade teachers. Also, I can relate to the freshman teachers because we have to pull double duty. Not only do we have to teach them the academic content of our subject area, but we also got for the sixth graders, we got to talk to them about like middle school in general because it's their first year of middle school. So so you're not going to have one teacher. You got to stay organized. You got to be responsible for your stuff. So it's pulling double duty. Get your finger out of your fucking nose (laughs) into them. It, hey, man, I know it's there and I know it's it's irresistible, but I need you to resist. I need you to resist. You, you also, gotta, you got to fight that urge. Maybe also, if you're coming here straight from P.E., I'm going to need you to do a little bit of the deodorant, a little bit. Okay? Can we talk about that? Like I get the No, I shouldn't get the middle school part. I'm like, y'all should know about this. Mm-hmm. But like the stories I hear with high school teachers still dealing with that. I'm like, y'all are in high school. Like, why do we still not up. understand the concept of deodorant? No, it's not the deodorant one. You get you, you got a few. I know we've mentioned say it before. It, say the say axe body spray. Oh my the god. It's it's body it's, spray. it's horrible. It's like an onion and a bottle of axe got into a battle. And the axe won. Uh, but it's covered in the blood food. of their enemy. They there, walked there was the a time when, you smell that just cloud of it. I walked uh, by the boys' locker room one day. That was a big mistake. I was going out to uh fucking lunch or no it was we call it titan time it's a little break in the middle of the day so i was going out to my supervision station i walked by the boys locker room damn the boys are looking at me what i'm like it smells like axe gotten fight with a full honey bucket it's I'm like, even, it's, it's bad <laughs> and, the, and the cloud you're like where are you children it's, it's like pig pen 
I will tell you, thank you. Thankfully, 6'3", you're, you can get above it a little bit, being the tall. No! Kids who want to get right here when they fucking talk to you and have questions. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, especially, just... it's especially good if they have P.E. after lunch. Because, <gasps> and they had fucking fish sticks for lunch. <laughs> and they're popping their pimples. And I'm like, oh, I love you, but I also hate you. That's See, I have the shower is. Uh, oh my goodness! Go hose off. Just go. Yeah. See, unfortunately, unlike Mike here, I am a good five six, five seven on a good day, and so when ke- I'm like, I'm not too short, but I will tell you, a lot of my eighth graders were taller than me, and that was scary. I'm like, what are you feeding these children? <laughs> we'll get into that story in a little bit, but as soon as the kids, because they're directly at my level, every time they come in after PE, I'm like, passed out on the floor. I'm like, Ugh! It smells horrible in here. I'm like, go stand over there. What do you mean I got to stand in the corner? No, I'm not punishing you because your behavior is horrible. I just need you to stay right there because my nostrils cannot handle it. So this, no, I'm not going to make that joke. Never mind. Never mind. And not going to make the joke. Not just the boys with the Axe body spray. Oh, it's the girls with their like Sophie Dior bullshit. I'm like, like, it smells like cucumbers. Oh, (laughs) it smells. It smells like rose. Yeah roadkill you've got strawberry fucking ass crack and you've got about 36 different and they have it's not two little spritz no not less is more they're trying to cover themselves i know i want to know like i legit want to know and see if we can find information out there but when did the kids think it was a good idea to spray it in your classroom after i'm like ah what are you doing i'm like i didn't tell you to spray that in here and i'm over here sneezing out Mm-hmm. I had a kid actually, reach into his bag and get his axe out, and I looked at him and said, uh, How do you think you're doing? You know, I, I just said PE, I stink. I said, Take your ass back down to the locker room then. I ain't putting up with this bullshit. I actually will send him into the hallway. I said, If you have to spritz yourself that bad, go out in the hallway, spritz yourself, wait two minutes, and then come back in. Yeah, it's like a fart. You don't just come right back in. No, you can't just. Depends on how bad you hate guys. the person. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, any y'all crop dust your class this year? Who doesn't crop dust their students? Come on. I'm like, listen, oh, yeah. you little shits. I like- look, I was walking around. I was hobbling around my classroom. I'm like, all right, we're good. And this kid was like, ew. And I'm like, yo, he just had PE. So I don't know what's going on. What do you want me to explode? I can't teach with this cramping happening. I got to let that out, man. Oh, I've had it. I've luckily, I've got ISS. They share the closet with me. So we're connected via the closet. And there's times that I've ran in there. I'm like, oh, just hey, look, make sure my class doesn't burn down. <laughs> I had to be out the door. That's okay, always but, the worst. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm waiting for the bell. I'm like, you know what? I'll be I'll be like two minutes late to the class. That's okay. I'll get five minutes for the bell. Two minutes late. I'm gonna be okay. We got like 20 minutes left in class, and I'm like, uh-uh, no, gotta run. It depends. Like, if you got a straight colon cleanser, I'm like Mr. Pettit, what are you doing? I I need to step in the hallway for a second, get some fresh air. Uh, sound like a ship coming into harbor. That's my worst fear. Like, I'll take, I'll piss all day at work. I'll walk down to the staff bathroom and take a piss. I will not take a shit unless it is absolutely necessary. Because the staff bathroom isn't, unless you want to go down to the office, and I'm not going all the way down there. It's right in the fucking hallway. And I don't want one of my little assholes walking by in here. Holy shit! I don't care to let him hear it. (laughs) And then me walking out like the dad from Friday. Don't go in there for about 35, 45 minutes. Yeah, the worst part about the staff bathrooms is teachers. Teachers can be some of the most judgmental people in the world. 
Right. You walk out and it was the guy before me. Yeah, sure. That's my fear walking out and seeing a teacher there. And I just look at him and I walked into the hall, walked into the bathroom one time. Like there's two bathrooms. This teacher was standing there. She started to go into one. She comes back out and she was vomiting. She's dry heaving. And she was like, that's a no go. I'll go use the student bathroom. I'm done. <laughs> at least at least they had the courtesy to tell you, because sometimes like, I'd be walking in and be like, Bleh. <laughs> I know we live in Texas, but you don't got to eat Tex-Mex every day. Well, Walk see, in there, get smacked in the face with that hot, just that. Oh, dude, I, I work in a that like probably the same for all y'all, but I work in a place that's predominantly women. And you walk in there, and goddamn that a woman was just in there, and you're like, goddamn, what'd you do? You <laughs> sunk my destroyer. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's the worst part: sharing bathrooms with women. You're like, men are so messy. No, look, I've come behind some women in these staff bathrooms. Mm. I, I need therapy. I'm not okay right now, man. What, what did you eat? Keep that at home. Go that, up to the Walmart <laughs> up the street. That's the other thing. That, yeah, it's been like that because this is I finished my fifth year in total, but that's always been the same story. I'm just like, I'm looking at this year at this new school. I'm like, it's just me, the science teacher and the PE coach. And then everyone else is women, including our administrative staff. So I'm looking around. I'm like, gentlemen, prepare for war. Yeah, no doubt, man. Speaking of that, we were talking about bad subs. There's a story. We have the sub in our district. God bless her. She comes to me one day. This is back when I was a para. She comes to me one day and she goes, I need you to cover my class. I said, everything okay? And I took a step into the room. I'm like, everything is not okay. And kids are like in tears trying not to say nothing. The poor old decrepit woman. Shit of britches. Literally, shit. Like I had to take the chair out. Ah! Funeral for the chair. Oh no! We came back later that night and set that fucker on fire. (laughs) The power of Christ compels you with gasoline. Teacher and a young teacher. (laughs) The sub shitter pants in my room. May I be excused? (laughs) I literally had to call down to the office. We need help. And they're like, "Why? Let's just say it's a code brown, and not a student." And they're like, you? And I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be in another class right now. They're like, the teacher? I'm like, the teacher. And they're like, how bad? I'm like, oh, it's a code 10. I could just imagine admin on the line with that one going, fuck. They did not plan. There is no training for this. There is no training for that. No. Those situations, man, are weird. Like, we had a student vomit on the state test document. And you can't, they have to turn it in. It has to. Wiped it off. Wiped it off. Put it in a plastic baggie and shipped it to the state. Can you imagine when they opened that? Uh, oh, because you can't throw it away. It's a legal document. You that, fu- <laughs> that fucking adjudicator probably opened that. Going, God damn it! He said, hey, "You're in Texas, so that nice yeah, that was, was probably in- just cooking that bad." Yeah. Boy. Oh yeah. And that kid failed. Why did I do so bad on the star test? I think it was the Ch- Campbell's chicky soup you puked up on the they test. Any, they couldn't grade my test. I don't know why. So horrible. <laughs> and these are like documents where like they're made like they're printed off. They're not like you write your name on it. This is it's done weeks in advance. There's a team of specialists that brings it to you, lock box and safe. We couldn't have had a backup copy. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this. Like being back in the class. Could not oh run my that gosh. grading computer, so somebody had to do it by hand. Oh yeah, 
I'm, it was only like two weeks, but I was over state testing before it even began this year. I was like, I'm over this. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> I've oh, never I liked it. it. You didn't have to do it. <laughs> History, we do not require state tests in Washington State. We require in eighth grade, they have to do a, a, what's called a CBE. That's it. Yeah, they have to do it in Texas. Yeah, they just started one for the eighth grade, and then they have to do a civics literacy and as well as an EOC for you for a U.S. history. Thank you, DeSantis. Yeah, we have, uh, a, we have a U.S. history one for freshmen. They have to take it. Yeah, me and the language arts teacher during testing, like the science teacher, he was just chilling in the classroom. Like all our classrooms are literally across the hall from each other. So like we're in this corner all together, all the middle school teachers. And so he's literally he literally while we were taking the test, like he took a ch- his chair. He had some popcorn parked it in front of his door and was watching bo- both of us give our students the exam. I'm just like my students weren't looking. So I was just like through the window. I hate you so much. We got him back, though. There you go. There you go. Yeah, man, I hate state testing so bad. I could, I know. Really? That's, yeah. that's the first time I've ever heard Yeah, that from him. yeah. Have I mentioned it before? No. no not, tell us more. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure if you did. Okay. okay, catching the sarcasm, guys. Good. We laid it on pretty heavy. Mikey, I'm going <laughs> to need you to grow a beard if you're going to come at me like that. All right. I don't. No, Mikey, Mikey, summer job, bro. Grow a fucking beard. At least something, dude. You got to get your top gun on. Peer pressure. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Just some facial hair. I can already see the top gun starting to come in. So you're there. Oh, it's not a problem of getting the facial hair. It's just the choice that I choose to shave it off every week. Come on. You're I don't understand this word shave. <laughs> what is, can you define this word? Shave. What is it? Shave. Get its country of origin. Listen. Can you use it in a tense? What's the etymology of the shave? <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, if I grew a beard, like they'd be knocking on my board, be like, Narcos. I'm like, I already told you that's my cousin down the street, bruh. I was like, <laughs> when you look like this, <laughs> growing facial hair does not benefit you. So I'm just like, nope, mm-mm, we ain't doing this today. <laughs> we ain't doing this today, my friends. <laughs> that's funny. But listen, someone has to be not without facial hair because otherwise we couldn't make three beards and a baby work. I mean, truth. Not without <laughs> facial hair. One of us has to be a- English. Not without facial hair. Does that mean with facial hair? Not without. Yeah. So yeah, that means with hair. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. we're on summer vacation. We turned that one off, or at least uh, we, I have you, to. You invited the English teacher. You had some. Yeah, your fault. You're responsible for all of this. Yep. I knew what I was getting into. I accept it. That's right, like man. the first thing you say as soon as you announce that you're an English teacher. Oh, don't judge my grammar. Oh, no, no judge away. Like I already know my grammar is piss poor. I don't, re- I don't speak it very well. It's weird because people just all, all of a sudden start trying to speak proper English. And I'm like, seriously, we've been talking normally until you found out I was an English teacher. Now, all of a sudden. So then I'd like to come around the corner and talk to you. Shut up. Why? I was like, where did the cockney accent come from? (laughs) We speak the Queen's fucking English here. I'm like, listen, it's fine. The English language is the hardest language for everyone else to learn, including those of us who were taught it as our first language. God knows why they gave us so many rules. (laughs) It's rough. It's a fun one. Uh, It is. 
Right. Do you get that one as history? It's like any, anytime anybody has to think of anything in history, they ask you and you're, they expect to know everything that has ever happened in history? Yeah. 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 Hey, so we were talking the other day about the Battle of the Bull. Hey, call your history teacher. I mean, the name of the guy on the first boat on D-Day. How the fuck should I know? (laughs) Bob. His name was fucking Bob. Yeah, I get that. And everybody thinks I'm supposed to know, since I'm an English teacher, I'm supposed to know every piece of grammar there is. Can you help my kid with his essay? No, I don't work for free. No. Can you please tell me the adjunctive past participle verbiage of the word ain't? It's There it is. (laughs) (laughs) The prep for that one fucking phenomenal yeah I, I, look it just rolls off man i'm good at what i do okay. it comes with the territory but i get annoyed sometimes be like you're the math teacher i'm like don't ask me i'm trying to eat this sandwich why are you bothering me in my 40 minutes of peace my favorite is kids during work time can you help me with my math homework what math oh. are you six that i'm in algebra as a fucking sixth grader no they put letters with that shit get out yeah yeah, and it's just, I'm sorry, but those letters are just going through an identity crisis. It's, I fucking love that goddamn video, dude. I'm sorry, man, but if it's not first grade math, I can't help you. What's two Move plus on. two? And I'll come, at, I'll come at it like, hmm, what do you feel like two plus two is? Speak your truth. Speaking. You're pulling out your cup. You're pulling out So what you're telling me, Chad, is that it's your fault that my students are in room giving me this shit. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. I had a girl ask me one time, straight up, Mr. Pettit, can you help me? And it was geometry. And I was like, I actually started sweating. <laughs> um, hold on. Mr. Pettit, I really need help. And I was like, and Soto had a math tutor in college, and I still failed the tests. I actually had two people get into a no bullshit, like almost as bad as an argument you can on the internet with each other on a Facebook thread. And it all started with PEMDAS. Okay, so... so- us normal people that don't study the the witchcraftery of the Greek letters and the numbers and all that crazy shit, we didn't realize that that multiplication and division were just left to ride. And no, we thought it was one after the other. So I chimed in, thinking that I was smart, going, "I can help you here." Yeah, no, I just got to look like an asshole in front of the whole internet. Why didn't you contact you me, bro? Time. I was a fourth grade <laughs> teacher. I didn't know you. I thought I knew that- some shit. Okay. I remember shit. No, I don't. I'm fucking stupid. It's crazy too now because my kids will come home and they're like, they're doing their math homework, and I'm looking and like, it takes them an hour and a half to do one division problem. I'm over here. Can I show you how I was taught how to do that? And like, and they're stressing out. They're like, okay, my teacher. That was the other part of this year that I was not ready for. I was just like, okay. First of all, I was worried because I was like, okay, I figured that some there will be some skills not happening. Because of just pandemic the last two years, I was like, I was fine. I was ready for that now that we're back in the classroom. What I was not prepared for is that these are sixth graders and most of them, we, first of all, we, we were having problems multiplying like 20 times five. I'm like, children, if we don't know how to do this, we are in trouble. Then don't get me started on the division. They're like, let me show you the box method. No, in this classroom, you are using the house method. I was like, what's the house method? I'm like. So I had to spend two weeks rewiring their brains. I'm like, you are using the house method for this one. Damn it. I was like, I ain't not doing the box method. That can go fuck right off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When I did fourth grade and I get not going to say yelled at, but I was talked to sternly. 
there's no such thing as an irregular fraction. It's but, a fraction <laughs> greater than one. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call an improper fraction, a.k.a. Not a mixed number. It was improper. Yeah, it oh, was okay. not improper. It was an improper <laughs> fraction. It was a fraction greater than one. I, I They aid me. They were like, no, you can't say that. They, you, I'm like, and why the no fuck not? an improper number. Because they were afraid they were going to Oh, speaking of, I have a fucking hilarious TikTok to send you guys. <laughs> I can't wait for it. Jeez Louise. No. It is a guy going, tell me something that you learned as a child that no longer exists today. And it's a picture of the kid from Kindergarten Cop going, boys have penises, girls have vaginas. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, holy shit. Oh, oh. Okay, so, so that brings up something. So again, like working with middle schoolers, like I just go in every day full on anticipating just like them asking the most randomest questions ever True. because they're middle schoolers. So I'm like, and I'm the type of teacher. I was like, listen, it doesn't have to be related to math. If something piques your interest, as long as we can get away with talking about it in school, then sure. Why not? At least you're interested in the world. And I tell my students, it's important that you're up to date on what's going on. So I wasn't prepared to have a full on philosophical conversation because one of my eighth graders brought up one of those. They're like, Mr. They're like, Mr. L. I'm like, yeah, what's up? They're doing their work or whatever. So like we were having a debate in language arts and the topic was about like homosexuality, all that good stuff. And they're like, so like we couldn't decide. But can you tell us what's the difference between gender identity and sexual orientation? And in my brain, I was just like, I feel like this is a trap. I'm like, trap. So I was just like, I was like, do I want to talk about this? And technically, the argument I made afterwards is technically I was not talking out of my ass because I my degree is in psychology, funny enough. So I'm like, I know what I'm talking about, or at least I hope to. But then I'm like, do I tell an eighth grader anything about this? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like they asked, I'll just dumb it down as best as I can. But I was just like. I hate having to contemplate about that because I'm like, the kids are asking. They want to know. But then I'm like, do I want to get in trouble for it later? Right. Yeah, that's the there's the rub. There is indeed the rub. I said that. I said that to one of my kids the other day. I'm like, they asked me this really interesting philosophical. Anyway, words. Good question. (laughs) Pass me the tequila, bro. Swear to God, this is water. (laughs) And I said, you see right there, that's the rub. What are you rubbing? No, it's a saying. We don't get it. Because you're dumb. No culture. Heathens. Because your parents don't teach you proper colloquialisms. What's a colloquialism? We were colonists. Is that the same thing? I quit. That's it. That's it. We're watching watching swingers right now. (laughs) Yes. Who was the winner? Who was the big winner of the casino tonight? Mikey. You're like just a big fucking bear. He's a big fucking bear. He's a fucking kid gloves. Got to bat him around for a little bit. Just play bat around back and forth like fucking bear with kid gloves. Holy shit. Somebody else who gets that movie reference. Greatest, one of the greatest movies of all time. Tell your wife I'm definitely touching the beard. I will, I will body slam her. I will choke. I will undertake her choke slam her just to get to that beard. Damn. Not with that bandana on, Big Papa. By the way, I missed the, mem- I missed the memo. Am I supposed to have a bandana on? No. <laughs> if you want, it's what cool bearded people do. And I've got one. <laughs> Damn. 
It's too far away. Some of us that can grow honestly, hair. I, honestly, I feel that. <laughs> some of us that can grow hair that actually has to keep it out of our faces. Ooh, it's getting rough. Love you too. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> and then on that note, happy Father's Day to all you motherfuckers. <laughs> but I'm done. Uh, oh, God, don't make that noise. Ooh. Speaking of making noises, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so. Keep tabs on as, as soon as I finish the fucking <laughs> intro. Yeah, it, we. Yeah. But listen, it's fine. Okay, so <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm going to get us back on fucking topic since Mikey fucking can't right now. All right. What kind of fucking. So, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a presidential goddamn debate where the moderator says they have all the fucking power and they just sit there and go, I don't know what the fuck to do. That's <laughs> what I really want to see is just like square up. <laughs> I, just, I want to see that old man look at fucking the next presidential candidate and go, listen here, motherfucker. I told you I was in charge. All right. So topic number one that we were brought up against is our highs and our lows for this fucked up school year. So Where's I'm going to yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start it and kick it off with the quote unquote proprietor. We're going to talk with Mr. Beardless Wonder himself. Mikey, what were your highs for this year? Getting <laughs> into work without a beard every day. Go. That's a low. So, always. Always. Fuck y- all y'all. <laughs> y'all could go fuck right off. <laughs> Other than that, apparently. Uh, let's see. The highs. I enjoyed my sixth grade class. By the end of it, they're a handful, but they're my babies. And I already told the seventh grade teacher, I'm like, if you fuck with these kids and you mess them up, I will fight you on site. That was just it's so the sixth graders are a hilarious bunch. And it's because it's their first year of middle school and all that good stuff. Just the things that they say, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this, but it was something that I heard today that I didn't think I was going to hear today. Though that was also part of one of the part of the lows too, is because they're sixth graders and they're still immature, their behavior and the things that went down the school year, I'm just oh like, my God. see, you can relate. I feel your pain, dude. Can't tell if but this is how cr- to Mikey's comment or did he find something like on the top of his wall that he was staring at? No, I'm looking yeah. at my third screen. <laughs> Remember, because I got a screen here, there, and there. Um, look at you. <laughs> the teacher pay in Washington. Jeez. No, shit. I got two of these for 50 bucks and the third one for free. Heck yeah. Here free just works and I got it from a thrift store. Easy, Macklemore. <laughs> All right, Mikey. Mike, what was your high? Oh, my high. Getting contact highs from my students. No. Uh, high is working with kids because this is the first year they gave me sophomores. Usually it's I'm only junior. I only have only junior. So this they gave me sophomore. So now I have to teach comprehension skill, learning skills to a bunch of kids that barely understand knowledge based. Right. And then as they are studying for the EOC, they are in small groups by themselves, self-directed. And then prompting each other, utilizing those skills that I've taken all year, beating them over the head with. And they're nice. using them. <laughs> just like, it works. You just, it's that to me was like the ultimate high for this year was just watching them build skills all year long, them to start using them unprompted. 
That was my high. That's a good a one. That's a win. It's a big win. Absolutely. Chad? So I would definitely have to say it was just the students. Man, definitely first half of the year. I was ready to walk. I was done. I was burnt out next level and just dealing with a whole bunch of garbage. And I decided, man, I'm letting all this extra paperwork they're throwing at me just fall to the wayside. I'm dropping all the balls that are un- that I know are unimportant. Nobody's going to look at this paperwork they're making me do. So I stopped stressing out that about that kind of stuff and kind of revamped my systems for assessment and assignments and things like that. And it's really started focusing on connecting with the students. And it was great, man. And then just like saying, I'm teaching sophomores too. And I'm seeing them using those skills. So at the beginning of the year, I'm teaching them feedback and write, we're doing writer's workshops and peer review, things like that. And I'm talking them through it step by step all the whole way. But then eventually they're automatically going to each other, getting the feedback without even knowing they had to get it. And they're giving themselves like quality, giving each other quality feedback. Then they're taking that feedback and they're actually using it to make revisions to their work. And watching that was just incredible. And then giving them that independence and like they're working on their own projects that they wanted to work on. So they got that intrinsic motivation. And so most of the time it was just me talking to students, chilling, having a really good time and not stressed over grading or any of that other stuff. It's awesome. I think, yeah, I think mine was really just the switch from special ed to, to gen ed and really getting into something that I loved and really being able to take these sixth graders and go, you're going to learn history, damn it. And you're going to love every last second of it because we're going to have fun, whether you like it or not, because medieval ancient history, man, can be dry as shit. So what? We're going 5,000 years in the past. So trying to make it fun. And I dressed up for the kids when we did Greece and Egypt and Rome. I came in dressed as freaking Marcus Aurelius when we did Rome. And I was quoting him and I was coming through the door like a badass. I was walking around the offices going, listen here, kind peasants, allow me to talk to your leader of sorts. And the kids were fucking loving it. And that's what made them just... The buy-in, I think, that I got. He's dressed up as Cleopatra, too. Girl, please, you already know. Yeah, queen. I mean, I think just getting the buy-in from the kids was hilarious. And then they found out I did TikTok. And holy shit, that, I earned extra credit points on that one. Oh, game changer, yeah. Oh, the kids were great, though. First year back, full-time in school since they were in third grade. I don't know if I'm going to find another class that was this awesome. Out of the five that had 143 students this year. And I only wanted to throw two out a window. And they knew it because I told them in class, listen, I'm about ready to throw you out a window. Yeah, right? It's not bad. I hate to sit there and do it, but it was taught to me by my my last commander. There's an actual term for throwing somebody out in a window. Ooh, tell me. (laughs) Yep. One of my kids actually looked that up. Defenestrate. To throw out a window. That's going to be posted on your board for next year? (laughs) Yeah. He would constantly he would constantly use it during our staff meetings, which happened to take place on the second floor of our building. Some work okay, in this office. Let's just talk about that because that was one of my lows this year. Was just the amount of times where now I consider myself a very logical person, but I'm also ghetto at times too, especially during staff meetings when the same person is talking for forty five minutes, and I just want to square up, be like, shut up. I was like, this could have been an email. Why am I here? I have things to grade. Like, I'm like, why am I here? It almost always could be an email. Yeah, 98% of the staff meetings we had could have been emails. You're gonna sit, you're gonna stand up there, read me a slideshow. It's not like you're adding anything. You were verbatimly reading the slideshow. 
mm-hmm. send that to me and let me go back to my room. Yep. It, <sighs> no, and then the worst part, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, we're going to send you a copy of this PowerPoint afterwards. Then why not just send it in the first place? Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm like, why? I'm like, why are you doing this? I can honestly say my administration kept this kept the meetings to a minimum and a lot of times they would like it'd be a virtual option or something like that and you could attend two different times there was a morning or afternoon and a lot of times they would just send the stuff as an email so they did pretty good about that i gotta give them credit that one thing that i did i do enjoy that because i'm on the tat team and a bunch of other small little stuff and usually things that you'd have to go to a play, go down to the front conference room, sit there for 30, 45 minutes, and not even get any of the work done. Mm -hmm. Now, with the whole idea of Zoom and the Google Meets, that they're like, all right, I know you got shit to do. Hey, we're going to throw it up on here. Boom, We'll we'll hammer this thing out, share screens, talk it out. The best part is you turn your camera off and you can sit there and be scrolling through TikToks while the meeting's going on and no one's giving you any Yes. Oh, yes. Indeed. Indeed. That is TikTok. Not that I would ever do that for any of my admins that happen to be watching or listening to this podcast. Yes. And I certainly never recorded myself whilst attending one of these meetings. That never happened. (laughs) Oh, I did. And so did my. (laughs) I'll say the good part is I have administrators that people are like, what is your admin? Because they do all these videos where I'm making fun of administrators. And they're like, what does your admin think of this? And like, they follow me and we talked about it at school the other day. Like, they think it's funny and accurate. So learn how to open a door without sounding like a train coming through and stop being so sensitive. Uh, that sounds all right. Like, that, this year was also a really weird dynamic shift. Again, I can't speak for your guys' experience, but during pandemic, like constant parent emails and to be like, oh, thank you for doing what you're doing. I know this is a crazy time, blah, blah, blah. We get back to this year and then it's like a switch flipped. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what the hell happened? Yeah, I think that's the low for me, honestly, is the all of a sudden we're this political battleground. Thank you, my good man. Yeah. I was like, what happened? And this leads. So I didn't get to share this when we talked about teacher appreciation week, but there were I legit almost wanted to strangle like a couple of my students. Listen, I know that going into this profession, I know there are going to be some families and some kids that don't respect me. And that's fine. I don't care. But I was upset because one particular student during teacher appreciation week, like During lunch, like I'm passing by in the hallway and I see the language arts teacher like crying in her room. I'm like, I don't know if I want to know, but I'm too much. I'm a good guy here. So let me just go check in with her and see how she's doing. So I ask her, like, if everything's okay, she's everything's fine. And so we got to talking and I almost went out to find this kid out at lunch and wanted to strangle him because. It was teacher appreciation week. So for language arts assignment, she was having all her students like write a letter or do some sort of writing activity to pick a teacher, whether they have currently or they had in the past, and then just write a letter to them. And then she would send them out to them, which I think is pretty cool. So one particular student is like doing this assignment because all the kids are talking during class. They're having a discussion. And so he's not doing anything. And she's like, you got to do something. The short 
what ended up happening is this kid said, this is like, oh, he's what's the point of teacher appreciation week? And the language arts teacher explained himself. If I find a teacher that I appreciate, I'll definitely let them know. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? That's that kind of summarizes how teachers have been treated in the past year. And it's not just from students and parents. Like my biggest low for me is usually I consider myself a very logical person. Like doesn't it takes a lot for things to get underneath my skin. That annoyed me. What really broke my spirit at one point during this year is that it came from another teacher. So I'm going to go real quick and be on my TED talk real quick. So if you can't tell, I am a Puerto Rican and Mexican descent. So I am a caramel looking motherfucker up in this piece. And what broke my spirit this year is that I was having a conversation with another teacher. And the, the after having that conversation and how the rest of the year went to with that relationship with that teacher, I was so disappointed because they, every chance they got, it felt like I was punished for being educated, given my racial background, my personal background, all that kind of stuff. And I was it broke me. I was like, why am I getting punished for wanting to do better for myself? Right. That's yeah. what bothered the hell out of me. I was like, yeah. so. You don't respect me, which is one thing, but you don't respect the fact that I pushed myself despite everything that I went through. And now I'm being punished by this other teacher. Like, I'm not worth a damn. I'm almost like that really broke me during the middle of the year. I was like, this is some bullshit. And again, like students, parents, I I'm used to that. But from another teacher, I was like, damn, dude. I'm like, we're in the same boat here. Why do we got to be like that? But yeah, that was my big low this year because I was ready to fight this teacher. I was like, how dare you? The sad thing is there's just a lot of teachers who just don't give a shit. And like I had some interactions with teachers this year who, you know, or one teacher in particular who thinks she's God's gift to the department that she's in. And at this point, I frankly don't give a shit if she finds this podcast because she already knows how I feel about her. She was babying this girl, like babying the hell out of her. And it wasn't even a kid on her caseload, letting her come to class late, letting her go into her class whenever she wanted. She was never showing up to class. I mean, it was bad. And so I finally stand up for the case manager and I walk down to the office and I said, this bullshit's got to stop. This girl's going to fail my class and every other class she's in because she's not doing the work because she's told she doesn't have to. So I confronted this teacher and the teacher's like, what do you think? And I said, I know you're breaking federal law by changing her IEP by letting her stay in your room, which is a special ed room. And then everything changes. And after that, she slowly reminded herself to shut up. But it created this battle and just teachers, I don't get it. I don't get why we got to fight with each other. Why we just can't have normal conversations, but it's be passionate. Cool. Be passionate. Know what you're passionate about. Love what you're passionate about. But be an adult. Yeah, the teacher fratricide is really starting to piss me off, man. Oh, my have you God. Been on, have you been on Twitter lately? Oh, it's, my it's, God. It's awful, man. They're on Twitter right now arguing over whether we should call teaching a job or a calling. Who gives a shit, man? Are you kidding me? The argument is if you say it's a calling, that justifies low pay, poor treatment, and terrible benefits. Um, two things can be true at the same time, right? Like it's Very a job, true. it's a business. I should be compensated for my work. All those things treat me like a professional, but I can still feel called to this profession. That's, exactly. you know, they're, they're, they're true at the same time. Why are we fighting about it? And oh, by the way, most of you are on summer break. So shut the hell up. That's actually one of the reasons I actually, when I first started, I would, especially starting in high school, I would take my lunch down to the teacher's lounge 
Oh, here we go. Yep, I know where you're going. I had to stop. It was so visceral, the just angriness. It's like where teachers go to die. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't go to the. Nope. That's a theme. Like you, you can see that kind of across the board. Teachers that are positive and passionate, and they're not going into the faculty lounge. They're not going around other teachers for lunch. I'm either in my room by myself or with students. My daughter, when she she was they they did the pinning ceremony when she graduated the educators program, and the speaker actually said, "Stay out of the teachers lounge. Stay out of it." Because that's, you're not going to get any positivity out of it. You're right. not going to get support. You're not, it's right. not where it used to be where you could go and, and decompress. It's literally their teachers looking to unload upon you yep. their stress. And it's like, no, I said, I told her herself, I said, stay out of it. Don't go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Stay out of it. Stay far away. I mean, if you got to, if you got to heat up your food, cool. Put in it in the microwave. In the that, yeah. That's why I got a microwave in my classroom and a yeah. fridge. Fuck that other shit. I'm, I'm breaking all the rules already by having a coffee maker in there, but a microwave, they just, they completely crap all that, over themselves. That, that's how I made friends. This yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> unless I'm, I'm like, the few days I actually bring something to heat up, I'm like, I'm in, I'm out, we're staying out of there. And then if I do need to vent, I was like, all right, which middle school teacher am I go to? Because I'm like, I'm not here to be best friends with my coworkers, but I want to be at least cordial and feel like we're part of a team, especially if we're all in teaching the same grade. So the language arts teacher became my venting partner and I became hers. So I was just like, but I think it made it easier for me because we're both of a similar mindset of how we approach our students and our teaching styles and things like that. It's like we got along very well. There's some other middle school teachers that we won't talk about it because if not, we're going to be here forever. That's just me. <laughs> that's a yeah. thing, though, man. But it's and to me, that's another low. Like I got real lonely. People don't realize how isolated teaching is. You think you're around people all day. No, I'm around students. I'm the only adult in the room. And right. then when they leave my, my plan period, if I have it, I'm by myself. I'm alone. <sighs> yeah. And then I get home and I don't want to interact with people because I'm completely physically drained. It's so isolated, and then you can't go around other people because they're so fucking negative all the time. All oh, fucking negative. That's that. Yeah, you just you get done. It's like I have seventh period planning, which is so it's nice to be right at the end of the day. It's done. But they're like, oh, I got my teacher bestie, which is the uh, librarian. She's you don't ever come down. I said sometimes I don't. I can't. I don't want to. I want to sit upstairs. And just be by myself for a few minutes. It's odd that we would oh, you're around people all the time. Yeah, but you're around every 45 minutes. You've got about 30 kids that need your attention. And it's not just that you're giving it to them. There's ones that need, that, that are, yeah. will draw on your attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Yeah, they and, completely yeah. suck it all the way out. Yeah. I'm it's like they got an IV suck attached <sighs> to you. Yep. And then you get a five-minute break. <laughs> And in that five-minute break between classes, you're trying to just breathe and gather yourself mentally, and you got a kid coming up, and you're like, "Dude, just go to your next class, man. I, I'm trying not to be short with you, but you're like, go away." Yeah, it's that's the time. I've got four minutes. We have four-minute passing period on a small campus, so it's still not enough time because inevitably, kids as soon as they get the class, they got to go to the bathroom or something. It creates this pandemonium, and like I'm preparing for that beginning of class craziness after the mm -hmm. end of class. And in between, I'm just trying to like 
situate, maybe I'm responding to a text or an email or whatever. Maybe I'm trying to find time to go to the bathroom or whatever. And here come four kids talking about this assignment, grading, tutoring, or trying to share some tea with me, which I'm all, I'm always for, or asking me for relationship advice or something like that. And I'm just like, man, I just want to run my head into the wall real quick and eat some chocolate. Like, <laughs> That's why they wonder why they're like, Mr. Ward, why, how can you drink coffee all day long? I said, I have to. <laughs> I have to have caffeine. If I had anything as a, a relaxing, no, I'd be done. No, I yeah, have to have yeah. stimuli throughout the whole day because the minute I'm not on, y'all recognize it and take advantage yep. of it. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the thing. I, I did a video at the one day where I'm just sitting in my car and I'm like, I should record this to see if other teachers experience this. And I was just, I was completely wiped. And the video basically said, this is me after killing myself all day trying to make the classroom engaging or whatever. And Same man, video. Yeah. Like everybody resonated that with that. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. just so draining, you know, it's, especially if you're a teacher that's moving around. You're kneeling down next to kids. You're taking kids into the hallway to talk. Or even if you're just sitting still, it's still just draining. The, it, it takes all of your energy just to maintain that. And you're always and then, on. You're, ne- you're never off. Just you, you have to think about everything you do, say. Your, run, your brain is just mm-hmm. being overclocked. Yeah, it, it never stops. It never stops. Never. Nope. Yeah. It it's hard. Like, to, it's hard to unwind. Oh yeah. And and people who are not teachers, they don't realize how much actually goes into it, which goes to what we can talk about next. Things that we want non-teacher people to understand about our job, or what we want them to know about our profession. 